0: and gentlemen, degenerates, and gamblers far and wide. Welcome into episode number 18 of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Wednesday of bets. Before we dive deep into today's action, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL podcast on. If you would be so kind, and you're enjoying the sound waves reverberating off your eardrums, go ahead and leave us a review. We certainly do appreciate those five stars. And last, but certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description, where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find all of the TTL Crew's content, so you can consume it however and whenever you please. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45, Soroka, and as per usual, it is my pleasure to bring in the co-host of this podcast, a (sighs) humble gentleman himself, don't really know where I was going with that, but a man who is very excited to see his white socks hit the diamond in just one day now. A young man who is uh, very happy that his Packers have remained under the radar in free agency and news rumors this season. And a young man who is ready to kick this Wednesday off the only way the TTL crew knows how, by cashing some damn tickets. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Riley, R-Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal?
1: I'm feeling great, man. I'm, uh, you know, you nailed it right on the head. The Sox are getting rolling tomorrow. Yeah, I'm yeah. juice for it, so, uh... Hey, yeah. I'm ready I to guess. get rocking with some MLB bets, whether that's the Sox or anyone
0: else. I am all for it. Yeah, I don't know uh, what happened on my intro there. Usually I am spot on rocking and rolling, but I got a little tongue-tied there I to answer, kick things right? off here, partner. I'm but hey, yeah. hey, I'm you're, humbled. You're humbled now, because I was just so overcome by your presence yeah. in front of me. Hey. <laughs> I have that impact. But hey, moving right along, we are ready to rock and roll for this Wednesday. We got a uh, nice slate ahead of us, but before we dive into that... Hey, some news, big news coming out. Uh, you big UFC fans out there. Mm-hmm. We have uh, UFC Fight Night coming up on April 10th, and it was scheduled main event of Till versus Vittori. Yes, it was. Old Darren Till's got hurt in practice, collarbone injury. It's a bummer, man. He was talking a lot. Yeah.
1: Uh, he was talking a lot there.
0: It's uh, it's tough to see him out. I was really excited to see Darren get back in the cage finally for uh, after a very long layoff. Yep. And uh, so now, hashtag call Big Mouth, Kevin Holland steps right in, does exactly what he says he will always do. Quick turnaround And backs up his word. Yeah. So now... That's, that's a big, big that's, bounce back opportunity uh, for him. That's a huge... That is a huge fight. Uh, Marvin Vittori is a great fighter in his own right. They both have their own uh, kind of styles and yep. sets that they trade and bang and kind of play the ground game a little bit differently but that should be an absolutely epic matchup yeah both top 10 in the middleweight division so right
1: You know, after the loss of Brunson, that's a huge bounce-back opportunity for old big mouth.
0: Yeah, so again, uh, that's coming up on April the 10th. No UFC this weekend for the first time in a while. a little bit of an off weekend. A little bit of an off weekend. That's okay. We can use uh, the breather, step back for a little bit, uh, look through some of the rankings, see what's coming up. So we'll definitely have those picks locked and loaded as the uh, card gets finalized next week, and we're able to make some solid bets for you. Oh, yeah. Hey, also, my friend we get an extra week of bets for the NFL season now. When you heard that the NFL regular season is going to be 17 games now. First reaction. Hey man,
1: more football. Let's fucking an go. Extra, extra Sunday i <laughs> sitting on my ass for 12 straight hours. Right. And right. stuff in my face and mm-hmm. you know, bleeding bleed my bleeding out of my eyes from watching 12 Preach. hours of football. Preach. I mean, it doesn't sound like the players are too pumped about it? Not at all. No, but uh, all. hey, it's for the fans, apparently.
0: For the fans, apparently. And, <laughs> and uh, that's who we are. Yeah, the uh, wives and family of the players are not yeah. going to be all too happy about it as well. But uh-huh. hey, you know, they're going to have to deal with it because uh, we got 17 yeah. games re- regular season. I'm, I'm really su- uh, surprised
1: that they didn't throw an extra bye week in there uh, for the players. You know, two two per team. I That that was interesting not to see. But uh, hey... Because I mean, hey, that would have been even. But that would have added another Sunday for us. That yeah. would have been eighteen weeks of right. Regular eighteen season weeks football. of football. So, that would have been interesting. I think that's this coming eventually, be. though. Whether that's going to eighteen game schedule, I think so. I mean, too. if they go to an eighteen game schedule, they got to throw another. Bargain,
0: well, but. how long is the new collective bargaining agreement? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either off the top of my head without doing too much research, but I'm sure that'll be something they'll they'll want to put in there going yeah. forward. No I'm interested,
1: in, interested to see if the extra game gives uh you know some teams incentive to maybe find a spot during the season to rest a guy here and there. Maybe sure. not like Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or right. quarterback, right. but you know, maybe i uh, uh, Left tackle, their pass rush sucks. We think we're going to smoke them out. No sure. what. Let's give our guy a rest here. Maybe, I don't know.
0: Something interesting to think about. Not saying sure.
1: anything either way. I'm just interested to see but, how it plays uh, out.
0: Yeah, it definitely. As the NFL free agency season rolls along and we get into OTAs and preseason and mini camps. oh baby, it's going to oh, be man. September before you know it, kids. Hang on because the TTL crew is going to be with you every step of the way. We're going to have DFS. We're going to have fantasy. We're going to have regular bets on the spreads the money lines the totals and every single player prop that you can think of that is our money maker we love betting on the nfl man yeah i oh, uh, love watching it love playing <laughs> it love everything about it there's
1: a lot of things in the way uh that i'm excited for but it's hard not to always 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 look yeah. six months ahead to the football right. season right <laughs> so
0: that's kind of uh big news coming out of major sports ufc and nfl nba uh you know some uh some changes this season. Uh, they're having the East-West play-in game now. So things are really starting to heat up here. Now we're under 30 games left in the season. and. Things are starting to look a little interesting.
1: Yeah, they I mean they tested it out a tiny bit for the bubble last year with the nine right uh, eight nine playoff, but now they're doing uh, you know, the ninth and tenth seed are gonna have a chance to slide in there. So yeah, like you said, it's heating up. These standings are neck and neck in those spots. Our bulls are gonna be right in the thick of that thick of it as of right now. They're the tenth seed in the East. So Yep, we need
0: that. We need that. We All need right. the chemistry to start clicking and uh String a few together here, huh? Yeah,
1: they've, uh, since the trade happened, they've, uh, and I kind of expected it. They're, you know, going to come out a little slow. But, uh, and Zach Levine has been hobbled. He's got an ankle issue. I'm surprised that he's even tried to play through it because he's clearly, he even said he's not 100%. So I kind of expect him to
0: sit out for a minute. But good old Vooch is, uh, you know, he's
1: doing his thing. so.
0: So nothing too much. Oh, dude, did you hear today? NBA news, man. Other NBA news. Totally forgot about this. The Jazz on the way to Memphis today. They hit a flock of birds. I don't know what type of flock of geese or whatever prairie chickens up there flying. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? But they hit a flock of birds and had to turn the plane around halfway to Memphis. Yeah. So, hashtag...
1: Fade the jazz today. Yeah, quite
0: possibly. I mean, who knows? They, they're they a little shaken. Okay. Up. Of course. Of course. I mean, I believe that oh, they're all, all good. That report came out at like 4.50 Central Time, uh, 4.50 in the afternoon, so... I hope they're all good. I think they'll all be good, but they'll probably be getting into Memphis either either late, late last night, early, early this morning, or maybe just in the nick of time, depending yeah, on I don't how know, everything man. works out. So, hey, T's and P's to the Jazz. For but, sure. But uh, so, I yeah. mean, yeah, they're
1: definitely okay.
0: But yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah, be wild, be wild. But uh, one final quick little uh, deal before we uh, get into you know what. Final four has not uh at the time of recording has not been set yet well gonzaga's uh yeah, yeah, yeah. gonzaga's pretty much in there um we're still waiting for michigan, michigan and ucla to tip off we'll see uh what happens there and kind of the implications that go along but friday's pod you better believe it uh, we will have our favorite final four plays and locks of the day we'll probably have varying bets coming out of that because that'll be some of the last college basketball we will have the opportunity to bet on for a good nine ten months partner yeah i was saying it at uh before we uh before we sat
1: down here i don't know what the spread is i don't care what the spread is i'm probably going to be taking gonzaga
0: yeah man i i said to you before we started recording i said in the creighton game halfway through if not creighton then who yeah halfway through i said if not oklahoma then who right Halfway through this game, we were watching, I looked at you and I said, okay, fuck. If not USC, then who? I I mean, Baylor will give them a run for their money, I would imagine. I think that's that's what it's going to be, man, because they are both just playing way too dominant at this point. It doesn't matter. You can give me a double-digit spread. You can give me a triple-digit spread. Gonzaga's too I'm taking Gonzaga and Baylor. I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I really thought, uh, you know, USC would at least put up a respectable fight, but good Lord. I mean, it, it was this, I mean, they, manhandled them and yeah. and uh, timmy timmy played absolutely out of his mind right out of his mind had his uh over on his point total halfway through the first half i mean yeah he, just a
1: three-headed monster man yeah.
0: i mean kispert
1: uh you know kispert had a solid game Suggs had a solid game yeah so
0: i mean they they know how to drive the ball in take care of business in there and just when everything starts to shit the bed Oh hey look, there's Suggs out on the perimeter, wide open and mm-hmm. just cushions the three ball. Yep. Every single time man, they are they are an absolute wagon. So yeah, we'll have those final four plays for you ready to lock and load. But ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, you don't come to the Talking the Line podcast just to listen to me and Armag's banter on about sports news and gossip that you can go and get anywhere else. You come here for the stone cold locks, and racking in money with the TTL crew. So without any further hesitation or ado, let's get right into today's action. We are headed to today's NBA slate to uh, kick things off here, and I am going to uh, dunk this first one home instead of kicking it over to my partner for the first matchup of the day for our first favorite lock of the day. We are headed to the matchup between the New York Knicks and the Minnesota Timberwolves. This matchup is tipping off at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we are taking the New York Knicks, taking the chalk, and laying the minus three and a half points. The Knicks, three and two straight up. Three one and one ATS in their last five. Minnesota is one and four straight up, two and three ATS in their last five. Knicks have been kind of a wagon on the road. They're 27 19 and one overall ATS on the season, they're 14 and 10 ATS on the road, and they're four and three ATS as a road favorite. Minnesota, they're 17 23 and one ATS. They are eight and ten ATS at as a home dog and ten and thirteen ATS at home overall. They don't get it done in this spot. They haven't all season. We're starting to wind down. If they haven't yet, they're not going to get it done. So you see eight and ten ATS as a home dog. You might think, okay, they got a chance to kind of bring that even. They might get that get that right, get that going. Well, actually, they were good at the beginning of the season. Last eight, they're two and six ATS as a home dog. Downhill downhill quick fast and in a hurry new york is 12 and 6 ats playing against a team with equal rest and minnesota is 14 12 and 1 new york actually holds the best record in the league ats wise in that category okay so love them there and then honestly man getting out of the stats getting into the real hummins on the court Mm -hmm. if you will I think this just comes down to the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, uh, New York is still holding the number one D in the league this late in the season in points per game, field goal percentage and three point percentage six in the league at letting opponents get to the free throw line. And that's already good for them because Minnesota only shoots 76.2. And then another key to this game is I really think New York's three ball shooting. Yep. They haven't been killer. They're middle of the pack, 11th in the league shooting 37.2%. However, Minnesota's defense is Minnesota awful. Yeah. Awful. They are bottom three in the league, 28th overall, actually, in points allowed in field goal percentage and in three point field goal percentage, allowing 38.4% from behind the arc per game. I think it's a lot of that story. I think New York, with um especially a full, healthy roster, they have the ability to really c- crash the glass, do a lot of those hustle plays and activities that they need. This uh, is not a super important game, but, you know, they might finally have Derek Rose back. Uh, he was listed questionable yesterday. Not sure by the time you're listening to this. Hopefully, we are fingers crossed. That uh, has been one of our favorite players forever. Chicago kid. We love mm-hmm. him. Hopefully, he gets the opportunity to play. But, man, Mags, I don't know if you got anything else here, man, but I am all over the Knicks at minus three and a half here.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, uh, Timberwolves 1-5 straight up over the last six games. That one win was just a... Kind of an anomaly, wild, wild, yeah. like 20 point comeback against the right. uh, the terrible Houston Rockets right. in the last seconds of the game. And, and it was only 107, 101. Not last seconds, last minutes of the game. Right. And then they followed up with a 129, 107 loss to the same Rockets. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're bad. They're just straight up bad. Uh, and you said, uh, I'm not going to disagree with you that it's not a huge game for the Knicks, but I mean, uh, you know, they're not a title contender. So, them making the playoffs and making, uh, you know, that top six. Sure. It's kind of their Super Bowl this season, um, yeah. and like we talked about, with those playing games, they kind of want to avoid the seven, eight seed. Not only do they not want to be in the playoff games, but you don't want to be playing the Sixers or the Nets, whatever. Okay. Uh, so if you get the top five, I mean, you can you can win because the Hornets and Knicks are tied for the four or five seed yeah. right now. You can make. So a if you run. get one of those spots, you you know you, they. I mean, the goal is to win at least one playoff series. That would be their Super Bowl. I would say. Right. So the point I'm making is, uh, you know. These games against these, uh, you know, lower level teams, even if it's non-conference, they they absolutely want to steal it. You know, I don't think they're taking too many nights off this season because, like I said, they're
0: not a right. contender. So they're not going to be the Sixers, the Clippers, where they're sitting guys. Exactly. And in this spot this season, they have been great. They are a great bounce-back team following a straight-up loss and an ATS loss. Straight-up loss, they are 9-1. ATS, their last 10. And after an ATS loss, they are 9-1-1 in their last 11 ATS. Right. So they're great in the bounce-back spot. Love them as an away fave. Cannot hammer this more. Yeah, all over with you. So we got two plays coming out of this matchup. My partner's going to go ahead and let you know what we're taking for the second lock out of the Knicks versus Timberwolves. That's
1: right. You mentioned the Knicks as the number one defense in the league. We're rocking with the Knicks and Minnesota Timberwolves under 220 at the time of recording here. Yeah. Under a six and one last seven in the, excuse me, under a six and one last seven Knicks games, under a seven and one uh, for the Knicks last seven following double digit loss. Uh, under is six and one for the Timberwolves last seven games versus a winning versus a team with a winning straight up record, and the under is four and zero oh in the last four meetings between these two teams. Like I said, like my partner said, Knicks have the number one defense in the league. Timberwolves have the number twenty three scoring offense in the league. You know, the biggest concern here is the Timberwolves' uh, defense isn't good. Like you mentioned, the sure. three shooting for the Knicks uh, compared to the Wolves' defense. That's going to be the concern here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, these these Knicks games, for the most part, you know, four out of five games, I would say, it's just, you know, low scoring. They hold their opponent, the opponent down. And they don't score too much themselves. So.
0: Right, and I, Minnesota's been kind of shaky over-under on the season. It's kind of a toss-up what they're going to do, but as you're kind of hitting at here, man, the Knicks have been an absolute wagon to the under. They have gone under in four out of their last five and five out of their last seven. So yeah. they're they're absolutely killing it. Or six out of their last seven, I'm sorry. They're, and, and they've actually covered 206.5 twice and 211. So they cover these low ones. You put it up at 220. Come on now. That's way too much for Knicks game. Right. You know, I you know, just like I said, four out of
1: five games uh, like you said four and one in their last five, I think that one game against the Wizards uh, where it was a big point, uh, you know, offense, big offensive game for the Knicks. Uh, but aside from that, man, I mean, you know, typically they hold their opponents below 100, if not below 105, and they don't get too much uh, higher than that themselves. So,
0: yeah. And, you know, a little pro tip this line opened up at 221.5. And, and at the time of recording, which hasn't even really been about three, four hours since the line opened up, it already dropped down to 219.5. Yeah. So 219 and a half on most books. You can find it 219, 220, anywhere in there currently. So probably stay right around there. Might drop down to 218. However, as per usual, lock it in at whatever the best current line you can find that's play at on your favorite sports book. And we are taking three plays out of today's NBA slate. My partner's going to go ahead and let y'all know what we got for the third lock of today.
1: All right, we are rocking with the Sacramento Kings once again here. Plus two and a half versus the Spurs. Oh yeah. Kings uh Kings are heating up right now. Five straight wins, seven out of their last, eight straight up, six and two AC ATS over their last eight. Uh they are five and one ATS over the last six games on one day's rest. Uh You know, on the flip side here, the Spurs are trending in the opposite direction, one and five straight up over their last six. Uh, They're just not getting it done right now. Kings took this matchup on Monday, I believe it was, 132 to 115. Just no stopping them. Um, You know, we were kind of going back and forth on this because we don't like taking teams uh, in the NBA when they play two times in a row. Mm -hmm. But the Spurs in that spot, when they play a team back to back, when they lose that first game, they are one and three in that second matchup. Love it. Love uh, it. So, you know, Spurs, not a team that bounces back this year in those types of matchups. Um, you know, just a little bit more there. The Kings have dominated the Spurs over the last couple of years uh, in these matchups. 7-1 ATS over the last eight versus the Spurs, and 4-1 and ATS over the last five in, in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like I said, the Spurs are trending in the opposite direction of the Kings. The Kings are, you know, kind of figuring it out. You know, I, you know they're not really taking down... You know the top teams in the conference by any means, but they're taking care of the uh, of their business of these middle of the pack, lower uh, lower pack teams, and the Spurs uh, certainly fit that bill here. So
0: good teams win, great teams
1: cover, spectacular teams do both. Right, and if uh, I, I believe this is the exact
0: same line at, at least at the time of recording as the other day. So yeah, it is definitely is plus two and a half. It's what it closed at, and man. You said 132-115. It wasn't even close. It wasn't like they blew it out at the end. It wasn't close the entire matchup. The Kings are playing on a different level all of a sudden as a unit. They have figured it out. They're trying by any means necessary to figure out a way to squeak into one of the last positions in a play-in spot. Who knows? Probably not going to happen, but they are playing their hearts out. So, love them again in this spot as the dog hammered in. Kings plus two and a half.
1: Right. Yeah, just to you know, add right on to that. They're only a
0: game out of that 10th spot, so they're right in the thick of it, man. This is actually an important game for them, so uh, don't listen to me. This is an important game. Hammer them sons of bitches in because they need this against San Antonio right now. So one more time for the Talking the Line crew's favorite NBA plays of the day. Our locks, we are rolling with the New York Knicks, minus 3.5. New York versus Minnesota game total under 2.19. And kings plus two and a half or whatever the current best line you can find these plays at on your favorite sports book. And rolling right along, we're just uh, headed on over to the ice rink for today's NHL slate. We're only going to take one play today. There uh, is not a huge slate going on at the end of NHL today. Only uh, six games. Uh, a lot of the matchups. We kind of look through and they feel either like big, setups games. Yeah, either
1: big favorites or, you know, a handful of mediocre teams going up against mediocre teams, unpredictable yeah. teams. You know,
0: so. it was kind of that situation. So we didn't want to force anything, don't want to put anything in. But again, you might want to uh, be sure to check our action apps for... Any additional plays or hockey plays, if we find some value between between the time we're recording now and by the time we wake up in the morning and find uh, any other value that we like. And that is also a good reminder before I get into today's NHL lock of the day to now follow, because it is available, Talking the Line on the Action app. You can follow at Talking the Line on the Action app. Super easy. You can follow all of our favorite plays. So if you miss a pod, if you miss a post, anything like that, they will always be posted in there first thing in the morning as soon as we have our plays locked in. Now, without further, further, I was saying hesitation and further at the same time. So without further hesitation, let's get into today's NHL lock. We are headed to the matchup between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Winnipeg Jets. This puck drop is at 6 30 p.m. Central Standard Time and it is a critical matchup partner. Coming out of the North Division, these are the one and two seeded teams right now. Jets have played 36 games in second place, holding a record of 22, 12, and two overtime losses. They sit behind the Leafs holding a record of 22 wins 10 losses and three overtime losses only playing 35 games so far both of these teams played on the 29th the Leafs are coming off of a loss to Edmonton in overtime which we had on Monday three to two Edmonton one and the Jets are coming off of a drubbing of the Calgary Flames five to one Jets really, really need this matchup, and I think they keep the train rolling. They are four and one straight up in their last five. The Leafs are three and two straight up in their last five. A couple key trends I'm looking at here: Jets are four and zero straight up in their last four games playing on one day rest, and they're five and one straight up in their last six as a home underdog. Love them in this position. Another thing I found. I saw that the road team was 7-3 in the last 10 meetings between these teams. Did a little bit uh, digger digging deep research out there. Found out that Winnipeg has been the road team in the last seven meetings. Okay. So you can give me 10, 70% of that. Come on now. And they're 7-3 straight up. I absolutely love that. The Leafs are 4-4 four four straight up as a minus 126 to 150 favorite so far on the season. And the Jets are 0-0 as a plus 125 dog or less. Why do I mention that? They haven't had this opportunity. They haven't been in the good spots. You look at their record oppositely as they are, when they are in a favorite position of 125 or less, they are 4-1. Okay. So I absolutely love that stat in this position as well. One final couple things I wanted to touch on. Power play penalty kill is going to be super important here. This is where Winnipeg holds the edge once again. Fifth ranked penalty uh, power play in the league going against the 13th ranked penalty kill. Absolutely love to see it in that position. And the goalies, the goalies, goalies, goalies are what this comes down to. Our guy, we talked about him before, Hallibuck. Hellebuck can't really remember. It's, it's something Hellebuck. It's something like that. I, I, don't, I know I'm butchering his name. Maybe <laughs> I'm not Hellebuck. I'm looking at it. However, he is 5-2 and two in his last seven starts over the last 10 games that uh, the old Jets have played. He is 17-9-1-1 one one with a .918 save percentage, allowing 2.57 goals per game. And then you might look, and he's going up against Campbell. Campbell has been an absolute monster this season. Jack Campbell is 6-0 straight up, holding a .945 save percentage and allowing 1.48 goals per game. Now, I only mention that to not let it scare you. He played Edmonton and wasn't very solid. He played, uh, or I'm sorry, he played Dallas. Was It was just a back-and-forth game, defensive game. Two games, three games against the Kings, defensive game. You know, they, they drub down the Kings because the Kings really haven't been that great this season. Why am I mentioning all of this? Because the regression monster is due to make his ugly appearance for Mr. Jack Campbell. 6-0 and straight up, having these good of numbers and only being in net for six games, there comes a point in time when it's all going to come crashing down. Absolutely love the Jets in this position, partner. Anything I didn't touch on that you like about the old Winnipeg Jets?
1: Uh, yeah, not any uh, you know, true analysis here, but it seems like, uh, and I'm almost positive that every time we put the Leafs, whether it's in the newsletter, or the podcast, whether we bet on them or fade them, they lose. hmm And Anytime. we've caught on that quite a while ago. Yeah. And so we've been fading them, and it's been working out for us. Yeah. So like yeah. I said, not any true analysis. There. Not true analysis, but. <laughs> Hey, it's a weird it is, trend that uh, is, we're gonna
0: ride. It's a trend that we're gonna ride, pal. Because and I know you I, weren't thinking of it. Maybe you weren't. <laughs> I but wasn't. I wasn't, and I couldn't. So agree that's not with why we more. made this pick. But and then uh, just gonna throw that on there. Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean. Uh, I, I absolutely, you blew my mind with that, honestly. I don't even know where to go from there. That was, yeah, so, I mean, great. Uh, that was so great because that just put the cherry on top though, of the right? cake I, mean, I, I would have I said the same thing. <laughs> that is, it's so true. So yeah, um, regardless of if you agree with that last stat or not, if you've been uh, tailing the TTL picks, we are rolling with the Winnipeg Jets money line this evening. They opened up as plus 120 dogs. And uh, currently, whatever you can find the best line at, on your favorite sports book. Partner, we got action rolling in hot. We got bets to place. We got baseball to watch. We got college basketball to watch. We got NBA, NFL news. We have so much stuff that we can't miss out on. And oh my goodness, Easter is right around the corner. Don't remind me. Socially distanced, socially distanced. The family's coming over. We get to see everybody. We get to hang out. But Easter's coming around the corner. You ain't done the grocery shopping yet. Holy shit. What shit. what are we going to do? Well, don't you worry, because the TTL crew's got your back. Not only are we giving you some stone-cold locks, but we're also got your back on your next trip to the grocery store. Or maybe not so much a trip. Starting on As soon as you can listen to this, not even starting on, as soon as you can listen to this, our friends over at Instacart have allowed us to bring you a special offer. Now, if you haven't heard of Instacart before, They are an absolutely amazing company that allows you to save yourself uh, your next trip to the market. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour as soon as you place the order. They connect you with a personal shopper who goes aisle to aisle, and if they do not have anything that you simply requested or wanted to buy, they will look into the app, they will alert you and say, hey. Can we replace it with this item? You can then say yes or no, and they will shop anywhere in your area and deliver the groceries to you from favorite stores all around the place that you love. You ain't got to go nowhere. You ain't got to think about it. All you have to do is get on to the Instacart app You look at the groceries that you normally buy and would look at on the shelf. You can still scroll through. They have it all set up just like a grocery store. You can scroll through aisle by aisle, section by section, produce, dairy, all of the above. You select it all in there, get it in your cart, and then you just pay for the bad boy and it shows up an hour later. It's beautiful. Now, I'm mentioning this. What are you guys going to get out of this? Oh, we got your back. We got your back. Now, for your next three orders. If you go to instacart.com and actually we will put the link. I won't even make you make you worry about that. We'll put the link in this podcast description. You can go to this podcast description, hit the link in the bottom. It will say talking the line Instacart link. And when you sign up, you become a new member. You will get $10 off your first three Instacart orders of minimum 35 plus the code is 30 off three new code 30 off three new. That is three zero O F F three N E W. Go to the link, sign up for your Instacart account. Don't miss another single one of your doggone plays cashing at the window. Sit and every, watch every single matchup and enter code three zero O F F three N E W 30 off three new to get $10 off your first three Instacart orders of $35 or more ends for 11, 2021 while supplies last minimum order of $30 required per order. Instacart your new favorite way to shop. Moving right along, pal. Thank you. Instacart for that amazing, amazing deal. Ten bucks off your first three orders. Give me a break, man. Oh yeah, man. dude. That's uh, that's. I know. Uh, I know. Everyone that's knows beautiful. about
1: those like grocery delivering apps, but I don't think enough people are on them yet.
0: No, man. I uh, I'm gonna. Well, shit. Before we continue on here, fuck it. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't I wasn't a believer, dude. I I bullshitted around for damn near a year. I would go to Aldi every Saturday. Dude, I I'd hate do my going thing. To the grocery store. It's a pain in the dick, dude. It's a pain in the dick. And then you you're spending hour and a half two hours there by the time you go there by the time you pick out all your shit you sit in line you do all i mean listen to i'm listening to myself and that doesn't sound fun i just get cranky dude dude dude, signed up for a ten dollar monthly account 9.99 monthly you're paying that for your damn netflix you can afford this 9.99 a month it is literally the same amount that that you're paying for groceries regardless and then you just add a tip So it's like 15 bucks more. It's nothing, man. And you don't have to move. You don't have to do nothing. It's not some weird, sketchy person. They give you a picture of the person. They talk with you the whole time. It's like a little chatting app. Instacart is the shit, dude. Or I
1: think you can say, don't talk. Just figure it out yourself. I don't want you to talk to me.
0: (laughs) I mean, I was was sleeping on Instacart, man. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll admit it. I'll admit it. And now my last three grocery trips have been through Instacart. Yeah. I'm not fucking changing now. (laughs) I'm not changing now. Anyways. Anyways, anyways, (laughs) I just had to uh, wrap up our partner there. They are top notch for sure. We love Instacart, so go definitely, definitely sign up and use that uh, 30 off 3 new code when you do. But moving right along, uh, we wanted to give just a quick little MLB season preview here before we uh, really get to closing this bad boy out. We got some uh, solid foreshadowing, some stuff coming up here. You know, tomorrow, April 1st, 2021, the MLB regular season opening day, the first pitch will be made, the first pine will be cracked, the first dirt will be dug up. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps just yeah, thinking I'm about
1: juiced, it. Yeah, I'm you know, man. I'm 10% salty because my socks, you know, Get the uh, West Coast pull, so we got a little mm-hmm. nine PM Central start for Opening Day. Mm-hmm. But and I'm a m- thir- I put a pot of coffee on, it, I'm gonna power
0: through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my Chubbies play at uh, one twenty. Ah, must be nice. One twenty PM Central nice. Standard Time. So very excited to uh, watch them. That, yeah, that's
1: that just feels like Opening Day. A little daytime.
0: Oh, oh, got a week called oh, nine. I don't think. Dude, you know the best part is the this time of the year. Being from Chicago, being in the area. Wrigley games that start at one twenty and finish up about 5.30, 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. right as the sun's starting to set. The Barstool guys were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Just as the sun's starting to sit over the uh, left center field fence.
1: Oh. Yeah, just, you know, I
0: uh, Mona Lisa.
1: Yeah, I hate the Cubs, but I actually just moved away from Wrigleyville, and I'm, like, slightly disappointed because even if you hate the Cubs, the atmosphere around it. Wrigleyville's is shit. During dude. baseball season.
0: That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, Wrigleyville's the shit for like sure. Like I could I
1: could hear the organ from my like if I cracked my window on an afternoon, like even last summer when there was no fans, they would pipe they would
0: pump out the organ and I could hear That's it from sweet. my apartment. It was awesome. That's so awesome, dude. And it, like I said, a, I hate the Cubs and it's still awesome, baseball. We gotta to get to some games for sure. Yeah. And uh, man, it, it don't matter. Any anytime you just Ah, let's walk down to Wrigleyville, and then ah, yeah, let's buy a ticket, let's hop in, and it's a uh, free, it's electric every time, it's electric.
1: Haven't yeah, checked
0: those ticket prices for the Cubs. Yeah, I don't uh, know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what it. I'm sure the soccers are going to be popping up, but uh yeah, let's uh, get off of our teams and maybe talk about uh, some of your guys' teams here. So why not a little just A L N L kind of deal? We only got East Central West. Let's check out. See, see what uh, what you think here. So, at least uh, my first early predictions, man. You know, the Yanks gonna be top notch. The Orioles are gonna be top notch. <laughs> Orioles. Yeah? No, no. You don't think so? No, they're bad, man. Yeah, you think they're going to be bad? Yeah. I don't know. They were starting to string it together at the end mm-hmm. of the last season, bit. kind of in the bubble. That's that's the only reason why I said that. And then I'm interested to see what the Blue Jays do, putting it together this year. Yeah, that's going to be the uh,
1: interesting team. They got mm-hmm. some prospect coming up. Could yeah, be. Man. Honestly, I mean, I think the ceiling is kind of like how my
0: White Sox were last year. Honestly, they've... the the East is stacked as hell, too.
1: Yeah. I oh, mean, the Rays goodness. lost uh, Blake Snell, but you know they still got a solid hey, squad. But they
0: got den it and Rosa Rena eh, yeah. eh, 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 Randy Rosa Reina. I don't remember what uh Jit pass and had a had a song he made up uh, it was like the Macarena oh, but yeah. it was ah uh, Rosa
1: Rena oh. <laughs> yeah, that's my pick plus 350 to win the AL East that was the race
0: wow well Yankees are like minus 200 I think so not okay.
1: obviously not a lot of value there yeah
0: I mean obviously uh values coming from their deep playoff run last season so the race mm-hmm. yeah 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 For sure. So we'll see. Uh, The Central, I mean, obviously, I know you're going to be biased, but I'll be a little biased with you as well. Your socks are looking real fucking good. Yeah, I mean, it should be between them and the Twins.
1: The Twins' offense is still solid. Yeah, they always win. As a Sox fan, (laughs) I'm hoping for a little regression, especially from Nelson Cruz, who's, you know, getting, if he hasn't hit 40, he's getting close to 40, and he's bit my socks in the ass. But yeah, Nelson Cruz was a monster last COVID Um, season. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, I'm the Apple Sox are minus 120 for yeah, they, the AL Yeah, the Indians, so.
0: Indians kind of broke the band up. So Yeah, they got rid of Lindor, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, West, you know, going to be kind of a toss-up. It man. is. And, you know, like the Angels could make a move. They always have the firepower but seem to not be able to get it done. The Strohs, who knows what tactics. They're going to maybe be banging on their cups to make yeah, it a I little don't know. bit more. They lost George Springer, though. That is also a good pass, uh, a good pass. Uh, analysis there Mm -hmm. you know the athletics were starting to string it together towards the end i want some money on them towards the end of last season uh, rangers rangers have a solid squad too man they're fun to bet on and and so are the mariners you know i mean the west is a fun interesting division fun little interesting division That as i kind of look through it scroll through it i don't really have a true favorite you know maybe the a's honestly maybe the a's a's i think is what plus 175 something like that
1: okay you know they uh they are kind of counted out because, you know, the Angels got the flashiness. Obviously the Astros the last few years mm-hmm. uh have had the squads. But right. uh, you know, the A's are, you know, whether quietly or you know, whether they're actually winning the division, they're you know, they're right there. Sure. Um and I know they lost Liam Hendricks to my White Sox, but other mm-hmm. than that, I mean they got a decent uh decent chunk of their same roster from last year and they're really good. Right. Um uh, I'm actually taking the Angels there plus three seventy five. Okay. A little bit of a, you know, I think they finally get it done. They got Mike Trout, got a little
0: Anthony Rendon, little Bryce Harper. That's uh, Phillies. Phillies, sorry, Phillies. Red, yeah, yeah, <laughs> red. I was seeing red, and I, I actually had just clicked over to the NL, so perfectly, yeah. perfect, good opportunity to click over the NL. The reason I, I literally said that I'm looking at the NL East, and the Phillies are the first ones listed right now. Um, it just, I don't even know where my head was at there, but either way, let's dive into the NL East, Central, and the West uh east man this one also uh, is going to be kind of interesting mets are shaping up to uh make a hell of a run if you are pretty active on twitter you saw their spring Mm training visualization exercise of catching the last out of game seven of the world series so that was pretty sweet i always like to see that as a big guy who's into visualization um nationals always have an opportunity Uh, they still have scherzer right uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, with Scherzer with that pitching staff, they they really didn't break up much there. So the Nats are always a go-to. Marlins were really really clipping last year, surprisingly.
1: Um, yeah, they were. You know, I feel like we'll get some regression there. Yeah, I think the Braves still got a got the squad though. That's my pick. Braves of the um, East. Yeah, they got a solid rotation, solid lineup top to bottom. So I, I think that. I mean. But hey, the Mets. The Mets made some moves. They brought yeah. in Francisco Lindor, so that one should be exciting. Uh, I mean, the Phillies finished under 500, but we'll see if they can bounce back. So, mm-hmm.
0: well, moving on to the Central. I can't be biased here. I mean, I would love to say Cubby is number one all the way. Yeehaw, rock and roll. Can't Be as confident as we were with the Sox. And, you know, um, the Cardinals are shaping up a real good team, they made some nice offseason moves, however, they did lose a key, a few key pieces some of their pitching staff, Colton Wong, you know, also the Brewers. The Brewers having Yelly, Brewers
1: having okay. I was I mean, looking, was, I okay was diving swap. through it a little bit today. You know, if the Reds had retained Trevor Bauer, then I yeah. probably would have put them in the conversation. They, they kind of screwed their pitching staff doing yeah. that, yeah, but I mean, hey. If, to lift you up a little bit, if the Cubs, if you know at least one, if not two, of their core guys can have any sort of bounce back here, because they were they were bad. Yeah, they're they were I mean bad, they won the division dude. and they were they not were good. Bad. Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, they were not good. Yeah. So if one or two of those guys can have you know if one of them have a big bounce back or two of them have even a decent bounce back. I don't think that division's, you know, the Cardinals, like you said, they got the two-headed monster now of Goldie and Arenado, and mm-hmm. that's definitely scary. Right. But, I mean, their lineup isn't super deep. You know, they got our ISU guy, uh, Paul DeYoung still yeah. over at shortstop. But yeah. yeah. Uh, gun to
0: my head, that would probably be my pick, the Cardinals. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting in the Central for sure, as it, as it really always is. It's usually yeah. Cubs, Brewers, Cards are at top three. They always kind of battle it out. At least as it's been for the last few years, uh, as since the Cubs have won the series and yeah. at least gotten the pennant the last couple of years, I, I was telling you the other day it's been at least refreshing to watch at least a season, a regular season of winning baseball. Just watching a regular season of losing baseball is just—it's rough, man. Oh Dios mío, it is. It's rough. Oh man, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, but moving on to the West that's bro, i don't i'm not even uh this this is gonna be a two-horse race i don't even care the way you look at it it the, could be the two best the, teams in the, the entire major league look look no disrespect to the d-backs the rocks or the giants but the pods and the dodgers are ridiculous yeah the moves that they made they didn't lose any pieces they added key figures into pitching rotation, into fielding, and into the batting rotation. I mean, the pods... It's, it's a toss-up for me between the Pods and the Dodgers, and if I had to go even as far as a World Series pick, it's going to be one of these two teams. I think so, too. Uh, I mean, the the Pods pitching staff is re- ridiculous. You just Both of them. I mean, not <laughs> even... Yeah, they're both. I mean, you... And I'm sure you, you might have just pulled up a few there in front mm-hmm. of you, so I'll let you say a couple. But, man, you take Blake Snell... Had an absolutely killer season last season. Yeah. You put him on the Padres, and then... You had you Darvish. You Darvish, Joe my Musgrove. guy. I didn't want to go right to him, but my freaking guy, he just out of the blue goes to San Diego. He's going to watch him tear it up and have a revitalizing end to his career yeah. in San Diego. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the Padres. You got Fre-
1: um, Fernando Tatis, mm. who, you know another year under his belt obviously he was awesome last year but people are expecting him to have a you know mvp type breakout season you still got manny machado there uh, eric right. osmer will myers ah that dodgers lineup though man especially after adding trevor bauer you give me a one two of clayton kershaw trevor bauer and then you have walker bueller as the third julio good night. Urias. good night and that doesn't even touch their line uh, you know they're hitting lineup mookie nope. betts Corey seeker justin turner cody bellinger i mean come on yeah, man it's on. They're stacked
0: they are stacked trevor bauer could have gone anywhere else yeah and he knew what the pods yeah, are planning man. for this year man and or he knew what the dodgers, dodgers are planning yeah. for this year but this this so did all the guys who just flocked to the pods and to the dodgers for some reason they all knew it and they went and got that guaranteed money over there yeah, on the West Coast. Yeah, uh, those games
1: are going to be those games are going to be some fireworks. Fireworks for sure. Or hey, maybe our lockdown pitching matchups. Man, who yeah, knows? Yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, we'll see what happens. There's going to be a lot of all of it. Yeah, but a little foreshadowing. Uh, we don't really know, but we got some uh, bets coming up on Thursday. Yes, sir. Uh, tomorrow we'll definitely have some. Try to have some MLB plays in the uh, in the rotation of <laughs> tomorrow's bets. Not. Uh, haven't dove, dove too deep into kind of some of the matchups or anything that's really yeah, going on yet. at all. You know, I mean, we kind of mentioned for our Chicago area listeners, Cubs um, play at, I was going to, I wanted to say tip off for some reason. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> first oh, pitch. First pitch. Yeah, there you go. First pitch at uh 1 PM central standard time for the Cubs and first pitch for the Sox is at 9 5 PM central standard time. A couple of fun matchups to maybe look at. You got Houston-Oakland playing the Ooh, West okay. coach at 10.07. Um, little Blue Jays-Yankees. Little Blue Jays-Yanks. That's a big uh, one to start the season. That that game is at 12.05 p.m. Central Standard Time. You uh, got Braves-Phillies is one I'm interested in, uh, NL East. That one is first pitch at 2.05 p.m. Central Standard Time. Another one I just caught my eye here was... Um, Mets, Mets, Nationals, Nats. You have Degrom going up against Scherzer, opening day, baby. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be some. That's gotta be honestly too, dude. You look over and you got the Rays and the Marlins. First pitch at three ten Central Standard Time. You got Glass now going against Alcantara. Okay, that's gonna be a fucking burner too, dude. Well, you got Diamondbacks, Padres, Bumgarner, Darvish. Yeah, that's gonna be nice. That's gonna be nice. Bumgarner, Darvish. Uh, let's see. Hendricks gets the bump for the Cubbies and Giolito cool. gets the bump for the Sox. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Um, oh, hey, actually, that, uh, little NLAL matchup to start the season Brewers versus Twins. You got Maeda going against Woodruff. Mm-hmm. That's actually a solid little matchup there as well. Yeah, so bad. Shane Bieber going up against Matthew Boyd, Detroit, Cleveland. Those are two, two studs there as well. So, hey, man, this, uh, this is shaping up to be quite the opening day we got uh, before us here, my friend. Yep, I'm I'm juiced. I'm uh yeah, like I've already
1: said, I wish my socks were playing at a reasonable time, but we'll throw some coffee on and we'll uh,
0: <laughs> we'll peel the eyes open and watch them all the way through. Absolutely, probably uh. Go against everything inside of me and throw a little bit of money on them to uh, yeah. open up just because of the wagon they were absolutely with us last year.
1: Yeah, stay up with me. And uh, you I, it, you know, can't all be playing at 1.30 in the afternoon. Got to, got to keep you some company. Get on with our day <laughs> afterwards, for God's sake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, let this be the reminder. Subscribe to the Talking the Line newsletter. You can find it at talkingtheline.substack.com or you can go to the Talking the Line Twitter page hit the link tree on the page's bio and uh, you'll see the newsletter right there it's like the third one down subscribe to the newsletter we're not going to send you spam we're not going to send you bullshit to your email inbox the only thing we send you Mags is that newsletter and some cold, hard locks within oh, it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Come on, man. I, I thought you were going to really slam dunk that one home, but it's all right. It's all right. I thought you were just trying to illustrate <laughs> no spam. <laughs> but, yeah, that that was a great point that you brought up. Yeah, no spam, man. Because really. I have
1: had a couple of people ask me that when I, like, our yeah, close friends, yeah, when yeah. we first launched it, like, oh, you're not going to spam me, are you? No. No, right, no dude. No. It, it, it's it, just it, a newsletter. Yeah, it's just a newsletter. What do we spam you
0: man? Yeah, literally <laughs> Tuesday and Thursday, it drops. It goes directly to your right. email inbox. Sometimes we'll at, throw in a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, at 8 a.m. And, and when we throw in the bonus episodes, you're the first one to know about it. Mm-hmm. You get early access. We don't post it on our social medias till about an hour after drop. So you get... First, early lines, you get to open that bad boy up, open your sportsbook app on the other tab, hammer in those bets, and you're ready to rock and roll. It's super easy to subscribe. We put a subscribe box right on the top of the newsletter and on the bottom, so however you want to do it when you start or you scroll to the bottom, you want to do it when you finish, either way, just subscribe, and while you're at it, be a friend, tell a friend, and let's bankrupt these sport, sportsbooks one play at a time together. I mean, what, what are we doing here? Why why, uh, why are you holding out on all your friends? We're, we are cashing tickets over here at TTL, and we're just getting started. We are maybe 10%, 25% maximum of the knowledge that we have of sports gambling. We are mid-amateur handicappers working to be professional, and uh, we ain't going nowhere. Sure. We're going to keep it rocking and rolling. So definitely do that. Again, subscribe to the TTL podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's going to come out, and uh, we will soon, soon, soon be uh, making some adjustments. We'll just let that be a foreshadowing sure. to you. Bringing more content, bringing new additional days, other interesting content outside of the pod. So just stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the updates. Again, be a friend, tell a friend, let everybody know. Tell your brothers, tell your uncles, tell your neighbors, tell your sisters. Everybody is welcome with TTL. We're having some fun. And, uh, you know, a little bit of a foreshadowing there, too. We also like to bring a little motivation and inspiration on in it with you, too. So if you haven't stopped by before, I like to close out every single episode of the Talking the Line podcast with what we call Colts Motivation Minutes. But before I get into that one today, it's just going to be a quick one, maybe a little uh, five-minute jab for you, get you uh, rocking and rolling throughout your day, partner. You got any uh, thoughts burning on the brain? Any uh, feelings rolling in the gut? Anything you need to get out? To the kind degenerates and gamblers that took the opportunity to stop by episode number eighteen of the TTL Pod today, I'm trying to think. I think uh, I think we've exhausted everything we can fucking get out. Yeah, man, not uh, not a huge slate today. I always hate that because you know when there's like six hockey games and like six NBA games, you got to find that value. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't like to obviously as as a pro, you you're not trying to force anything. You're not trying to do anything that yeah we, yeah, we keep talking about the money. Yeah, we keep
1: talking about ourselves. One of the biggest lessons we've learned is to just not force it, even. When, yeah, especially when you had a have a tight, there a low, you know, low volume slate, and you're like, ah, I only have like let one me... or
0: two things that I like. I want to load it up for these people, but mm-hmm. let me let me tell you something. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but this just came to my my mind and my heart when you have that feeling in your gut and you're looking at your bet slip and you're like. Oh, yeah 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 come on this did yeah they got this cover easy if there is any type of doubt in your mind if it is not a hundred percent hammer yes you are not smarter than the sports books you are not a genius and you are not going to figure it out and if you have that feeling don't say oh hey i got the feeling i won't play the side that i think i will i'll fade that and i'll go against that feeling and i'll go ahead and play the other side don't do that either Mm -hmm. save your money stay away play the good plays, the locks, come with the TTL crew, get the money makers and the winners with us and then learn to do a little bit of your own analysis. You'll start to learn with us that we'll start doing that a little bit more as well, man. We'll we'll give you guys, if you're novice bettors, if, if you're still trying to kind of figure the game out or if you're a pro either way, we'll start kind of giving you some insights is what we look at i mean obviously you can hear it and what we look at by when we talk about our analysis and stuff but we'll we'll start sharing some more stuff we want to grow the community sports gambling is so taboo and it shouldn't be man it shouldn't be it is an absolute blast it is so much fun everybody can sit there and watch sports and you can put five dollars yeah, as long, long as you're responsible obviously yeah. you don't like you don't have to be like dave portnoy and put on a bet. You don't have to do things like that. Bet what you can bet. Stick to your units. Stick to your bankroll. Man, sports betting is so much fun if you do it smart, and you can make good money doing it. You can have a blast doing it. And we would love for all of you to keep stopping by and tell every single person that you know, come on, come join the crew, come hang out. If you're not in a legalized state yet and you're listening to the Talking the Line Pod, first and foremost, thank you for searching us out. If you are, sure. but uh, but uh, hopefully it comes over that hill for you very soon. We are oh, yeah. we are really 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 hoping and praying for every single one of you that are yeah. not legalized I see yet. See the buzz so. every day from different states. So. Yeah, that is no joke. So, uh, anything else there, partner? You got. Uh,
1: nah let's get uh All right, let's get let me show on
0: the road get a little uh sip here hold on folks i uh <clears throat> oh excuse me there had to uh get the old whistle wetted up again i uh, had been <laughs> had been talking a little too long there, so uh we've gone just about our usual time uh right about the uh fifty five and a half minute mark as I'm saying this right now fifty five twenty five as you're looking down right now so For today's motivation minutes, I want to keep it kind of simple, but give you something to think about and build on throughout your day. And some of this is going to be my original thought, but um, where I got this from is one of the first books that I ever actually read and went through. Um, and it wasn't until college till I read a full book, page to page, cover to cover, and not skipping through, not stopping anything, taking notes on it, like actually reading it and highlighting it. And that book is called Mindset by Carol S. Dweck. And through that entire book, she talks about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And obviously, you can kind of think Right off the bat, like uh, I kind of have an idea of what she might be talking about there, and I just wanted to share some thoughts on that. And maybe you'll you'll seek out the book um, one more time. Mindset by Carol C. A. R. O. L. S. Dweck W. Or D. W. E. C. K. Carol S. Dweck, uh, hell of a book, hell of a book. I wasn't a reader before I read this book. However, some of the differences. So when you operate on a fixed mindset on a fixed plane. What you are operating on is a stagnant playing field. You're telling yourself that you don't have the ability to do something that you really want to pursue. You have this opportunity in front of you, but you don't have all the answers, and you think that you just don't. You, you, you'll you never find the answers. You don't have the ability, the capability. A fixed mindset tells you that you need to keep doing things the way that you always have because it's comfortable, because you know it, because everything fits right into its place and nothing gets really messed up and you don't have to take any risks and it's uh, really easy. Now the problem with the fixed mindset is you're fixed. You ain't going nowhere. You're going to stay right where you're at in life for as long as you continue to have that fixed mindset. You may think that an opportunity is going to slap you in the face and it's not it's not going to come running after you if you don't put in any type of work or do any type of anything. I can promise you that. And if you stay with a fixed mindset and continue to not seek out ways to develop yourself, to grow, to learn, to become better than you were yesterday or even five seconds ago, if you make a mistake and you don't take the opportunity to think that you can learn from that. And another key point in this is... Having a fixed mindset also runs along the lines of you possess a certain trait. Let's say you're angry; you get angry really easily. You, you you fly off the handle. You're that person they say flies off the handle. Well, the fixed mindset tells you that you're that person forever. You, you can't ever change that. Right. You don't have the ability to not be angry and not control that. And as somebody who used to have a terrible temper. And you can uh, attest to that as someone who has lived with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I And I'm, I'm man enough to admit it. I yeah, used, I mean, I not used not to fly off the serious, fucking hands. I'm not serious, but I blow up easy. I just I I didn't know how to just handle situations. It was just my mechanism. Just fucking blow up, start yelling and screaming, and everybody will shut the fuck up, and it'll all be good. <laughs> and that's not how you go about life. That's not how you operate through life. So then you click over to the growth mindset. You start to realize that you have the ability to change thought patterns. You have the ability to seek out new information to help you develop and grow your mind. When an obstacle comes in your path, you don't barely touch on it and say, that's immovable, turn around and say, I'm never going to be able to do that. You buckle the chin strap, pull that helmet down even farther, and you smash through that son of a bitch and cannot even think about looking back at what it was. Having the growth mindset will get you to so many further heights and levels in your life. Having the mindset is the key. Mm-hmm. If anything, my friend, and ladies and gentlemen, and degenerates, everybody listen to this who took the time to get to this point in the podcast, having simply a growth mindset that you have the ability to learn to become a better version of yourself and to adapt and change to the wild world that we find ourselves in, simply having that in every single situation will lead you to become successful. Sure. I can speak from personal experience. It It takes a lot of work. I can really almost 99.999, fuck it, 100% guarantee you that when you start trying to go down the road of developing yourself and getting better and seeking out ways to become a better version of Riley or a better version sure. of Colton, it's hard. Yeah. It is a pain. It ain't easy. It ain't It ain't like taking this road is easy, man. Like going and <laughs> trying to all of a sudden you're going to grow and you're going to ingest good stuff and you're going to make the right choice and you're going to stop feeding into negativity and you're going to start seeking out positivity, it's it's work. It's work because we live in a society and in a culture and a world that we just get fed these false lies about our abilities, our limitations, our worth as human beings, day in and day out. Man, you're alive on a floating rock right now. You realize how much of a gift your life is and how much opportunity you have for just being on this earth right here today? See, it's not in my life contract to not give 150% on every damn day that I am given the opportunity to wake up and walk this earth. Something somewhere bigger and more powerful than me that knows my whole plan and is working in the background put me here. And has me here for a reason. And I believe that reason is to share messages like this with you, kind folks. And if I can get one of you to change and to think, instead of the next time that you run into a difficulty that you've ran into before and you haven't figured out how to overcome it, this time's gonna be different. This time's gonna be different. Set your mind to it. Because when you set your mind to it, Anything is possible, hundred percent. Anything is possible. And just to you know, add a little bit
1: onto that. Uh, as far as you know, growing, fixing, whether it's weaknesses, personality traits, or something like that. Mm. Once you fix it, don't just fix it; make it a strength. You know, I, I exactly. I I think back to uh, that's the last dance, man. Yeah, the last key dance, half, yeah, the last dance of. You know, Michael, everyone was talking about Michael Jordan. You know, this might be a stretch of an analogy, but I don't think so. And obviously he was talking about, you know, his physical basketball skills, but he didn't, you know, if someone, oh, his three-shooting isn't great. He didn't just fix his three-shooting. He made it a strength. Right. He didn't just,
0: you know, he has right. trouble guarding the ball. He didn't just fix that. He made it his strength. Right. It's not good enough to recognize a weakness and correct it. You correct the weakness? Right. It's to make it, Better and into a strength, as you're saying, yeah. man. I mean, that is such a huge key. You took the words out of my mouth on that. I mean that that is. That, hey, have you been listening to Colts motivation minutes or something, man? Like I must sometimes. be rubbing off on you or yeah, something. Goodness yeah. gracious, man! Dropping bombs out here. I mean that that's just top notch. Once you get there, because it is so easy to pervert, right? So easy to go back into those old habits. It took you 365 days to kick that son of a bitch. It takes one to go right back. Sure does. <laughs> I mean, it works like that every time. So, I uh, I hope these words in uh, today's motivation minutes, uh, kind of some of the knowledge, was able to shed a little perspective, little thought on. Excuse me. Having the uh, having the fix versus the growth mindset, and realizing that having the growth mindset in every single thing you do just allows you to have better odds of success. And we're gambling guys around here, so if we get better odds on anything, we're we're signing up. We are signing up. So, Padna, before we uh, let these kind degenerates head on out about their days and uh, hammer in these bets, get ready to cash some tickets with the crew, anything you got left? I don't think so, man. I'm ready for this Final Four action this weekend. Oh, man, oh, man, am I too. Well, I guess that's the episode. That's the pod. Thanks for uh, stopping by. Episode number 18 of the Talking The Line podcast. From me and our mags, thank you guys so, so much for all of your support and all of your following. We hope you have a spectacular day. Unless you have other plans, let's cash some tickets.